You're listening to Bite-Size Climate Tech. Hi, listeners. This is Lydia, and today we're going to dive into the term of 45Q. I've been hearing this term forever. You've likely heard of it as well. But what is the full story? How has it evolved, and why is it a cornerstone in today's tech world? Let's decode this together. First, rewind back to 2008. I know you don't want to look back to that time. Rest assured, we're not talking about financial crisis today. We're spotlighting the birth of the 45Q tax credit, a pioneering policy introduced by the IRS. Far from being just another tax rule, it's a strategic move in our environmental chess game. For each ton of carbon oxide, encompassing CO2, carbon monoxide, and carbon suboxide, captured and either stored or utilized, businesses earn a financial reward. Pictured it as the IRS handing out a gold star for championing our planet. Leap forward to 2018, the things get even more exciting. The credit now embraces direct air capture projects. And zoom to 2012, and thanks for the Inflation Reduction Act, it's supercharged. We're now talking up to $180 per ton for DAC projects that tuck away CO2 underground, and $130 per ton for capture CO2 and used in enhanced oil recovery or utilized. For classic carbon capture and storage, it's a neat $85 per ton. It for geologic storage. And sixty dollars per ton for carbon capture and storage via utilization, including enhanced oil recovery. This pumped-up credit is turning heads in the investor world, especially the impacts on DAC. So who's in the club? The list is growing. Eligibility for these benefits has also broadened. Qualified facilities now include electricity generating facilities with a lower threshold to eighteen thousand seven hundred fifty tons of CO two. Other industrial Facilities with the threshold reduced to 12,500 metric tons of CO2. Direct air capture facilities very important, needing to capture just 1,000 metric tons of CO2 to be eligible, reducing from the previous 100,000 tons of CO2 in a taxable year. Plus, power generation facilities must have a capture design capacity of at least 75% of CO2. The construction clock ticks until 2033. The credit can be realized for 12 years after the carbon capture equipment is placed in service and will be inflation adjusted from 2027. Now, what's happening globally? The EU is dancing to a different tune with its EU ETS, the Emission Trading System, and it also supports carbon capture technologies through its innovation fund initiatives like Carbon Removal Certification Framework (CRCF). We've talked about it. Previously, in a Sunday episode, and the industrial carbon management man- strategy, the UK, it targets capturing approximately 30 million metric tons of CO2 by 2030. In 2023, the Chancellor of Exchequer announced a 20 billion pounds investment boost for carbon capture projects. In Canada, they stepped up. In 2022, with a tax credit covering a whopping 50% of carbon capture technology costs. And 60% for direct air capture technologies, excluding projects using CO2 for enhanced oil recovery. The world is waking up to climate action. So there we have it: the 45Q tax credit, a powerful tool in our fight for a cleaner pl- planet. And a look at how different regions are dealing this differently. Companies receive financial incentives, and we hopefully we all have a better and cleaner world to look forward to. And that's something to celebrate. I'm hopeful for a better world.
I hope you are too. This is Lydia signing off. I'll see you next time. All content on Bite Size Climate Tech is based on public information, personal opinion, and observation. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Lydia. I am not an engineer, just somebody who's passionate and care about the climate. And I want everybody to understand a little bit more so we can move forward as a society. Stay curious and explore the world of climate tech with me. I'll see you next time.